The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. This is a new one for us. I know. Well, are we going to talk today about how moms work? I think that's super appropriate, don't you, since you're on the road? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Uh, well then we're just going to get right into it because I want to know, okay, we've, we've all had this debate, right? We've talked about this a million times, the stay at home mom versus the working mom versus the work at home mom, you know, who has it the hardest. I think everybody has it the hardest, but I think we need to delve into that. And what I want to point out to people is you are in the car right now. I am actually, I am so in the car right now. My gas light just came on because that's the one thing I forgot to do before I left. See? Let's put on gas. Yeah, so this is going to take this podcast to a lot of places we've never been before. See, it's exciting. It's a, it's a brand new day for us. <laughs> so, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I think part of it is we're in a competition to, like, we're in the rat race. So even if you're not in a traditional job, you still are compelled to be in that rat race or participate in it in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you've had a career or been at, you know, some, if you're used to kind of participating in that, and then so you shift suddenly and become a stay-at-home mom. Um, you've got a little bit of that to, to make up for. Like, you still have that competitive edge, and, and, that, and that's when you get the people who have, you know, given up careers to be parents or, or mothers. So they channel all of that energy and that focus into everything that they can do to support their kids. So whether that's board memberships or PTA or extracurricular coaching, what have you, you know, that they're pouring that in. So I truly don't know or don't think that any type of mom who works or stays at home, or, you know, has it harder or easier or better than anyone. I think the trick for me has been to find the balance of, of how I want to work and be a parent. Well, and I think we need to explain to people, because I know how your life works, but I think that I'd like you to explain to people kind of what, you know, you don't go to an office every day per se. Um, so I tell do. it's just, uh, like 50 feet from my bedroom. Right. Well, that's true. So, <laughs> so what is your, what does your work look like? Like what is your job and what does your work look like on a daily basis? Sure. Um, my job, technically I own my own LLC, like I'm self-employed. I have my own business that I, um, that I run and, and I'm the sole member of. So which means that I can channel my interest in my work hours and availability towards anything that makes me money and then the things that I like to do that don't necessarily make me money. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a traditional job. I, I worked for the PGA Tour for seven seasons um, and when we lived in Florida. And I think I've talked a little bit about how I used to live there and then we moved and whatever. Well, when we end up moving from Florida back to Oregon for my husband's job, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was also had just discovered I was pregnant with our second child. So not only did I, it was like new state, 
new house, new city, new house. He had a new job. I was going to have a new job. Oh yeah, baby on the way. Um, and so I really didn't know. And I didn't think that I wanted to go work for, um, like jump into a corporation, especially like I didn't want to be stuck in traffic. I didn't want to start a job and then have to take some pseudo maternity leave and, and that kind of thing. Um, but I was mentored by a couple people who really recommended to me that I look at consulting or, or kind of going out on my own. Um, and ironically, both of those people ended up becoming partners of mine um, in different kind of entities or different like contracts basically that, that we have together. So one of those is I work with a consulting group. It's called Convince and Convert Consulting. It's led by a guy named Jay Bear, who's incredibly smart and is like digital marketing guru. So the team is fantastic, but he set up a business model where everyone um, is a 1099, like a contractor, and we all have side businesses or other side hustle or, or things. And so we're just contracting with the consulting group on um, their Technically, they're my clients, and then I have clients through the consulting group. Um, that's 20 hours a week for me, or 80 hours a month. Um, and that pays the bills for my set. Like, the things that I would need to take care of, the contribution that I would want to make for my family, that covers that. So um, being that I can't just do one thing or two things, I also partnered with somebody else on, on an event that they had produced so that I could also produce an event under their brand, um, which I did for a few years, and I'm still part of the original event and, and a partnership there. So I tend to pick passion projects and to supplement both my interests and desires um, and need for like growth and experimentation, but the steady work is the retainer with a consulting group, um, which means 20 hours a week. I have a home office. It's in my garage, so it's not actually in my house, so other people can be in my house, and I don't have to be in charge of them when I'm trying to work. Um, and then I do speak uh, fairly frequently. I try to say occasionally, and somebody called me out on that. I'm at like 22 gigs for the year, so it's not really occasionally, and that's actually gone like twice a week, twice a month. So I get on a plane, and I travel, and I speak, um, and teach people how to use social media to make their business better how to do content marketing. It sounds like a lot when I go through it in my head and there's a lot I haven't even said. Um, but my husband has been watching me kind of burn the candle on both ends, especially over the last few weeks where I started getting up at 5 or 5.30 to get an hour or hour and a half done before he leaves for work to make up for some of the other things that I've had to do with kids and stuff during the day, which would be my working hours. And then I tend to actually work really well at night. So he's been watching me do this for a little while. He made me sit down in the car as we were driving uh, over the weekend and he said I want you to list out everything that you're doing and how much time it takes you like per week and what the return is no actually I added that column what the return is whether it's financial or personal or whatever so I wrote out everything and even though I'm only committed to 20 hours a week with the consulting group and we know that that covers everything I have actually between commitments and kids and just like little pickup things like the podcast. Um, I'm really working a 40 hour week, at least a 40 hour week. I was going to um, say maybe more. That's, <laughs> that's before all the mom stuff really gets into play. Uh, and he then made me list all the things that I still want to or are thinking about doing or I try to do. 
And I had a conversation with my friend Brian Fanzo last week, and he told me the game changer for him this year has been um, he can't start anything new without identifying what it's going to replace. So he can't actually add to that. He has to actually replace something. Like what is he willing to give up in order to do this new thing? And I realized um, that I have to start thinking in that same mentality because I can feel the burnout. I can feel the, I don't give myself enough time to, uh, you know, to even take a walk or go to the gym or I do any sort of like real quote unquote self-care. Um, yeah. So, but that's how I work. And I guess that's what you asked. <laughs> that's true. So in summation, uh, surprise, this is our last podcast because Lauren needs more time. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no. I don't know. No. I'm that kind of friend that if that's what you need, I'm here for you, girl. No, I know. But like, truth be told, Ash, like there's a lot of things we want to do with the podcast. Like, you know, have a website that's just kind of been sitting half done because I just haven't managed to get back to it. And as awful as I feel about that, there's not much I can do about that right? at this point, right? It's, it's kind of like, who's your favorite child or who's your, who's your loudest crying child um, at the moment? So let's flip it. Tell me a little bit about your work history. I know um, kind of what you've been up to lately, but how that works for you. Well, I've actually, um, I was working on a blog post for, to accompany this uh, episode because I was thinking about, and I thought about you today because I was on a run. That is one of the things I have started to dedicate my time to. And I built it in kind of like you said, you know, you have to figure out what fills your cup basically. Um, and I thought of you because I thought, oh my gosh, like this woman doesn't even have time. If she wanted to go for a run, she couldn't, she doesn't have time to do that. And I just, um, I, I've been in that like, you know, it ebbs and flows. And so I've been in that spot before. And um, I just, I have to say, I applaud you for your ability to manage it while you can, but I applaud your husband even more for making you stop and take stock and make sure you don't go insane. So um, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, but my, my job has kind of been up and down. So I, basically figured out what I wanted to do while I was in college, which is how we met. You and I met working in the same, at the same college TV station. And I kind of put my nose to the grindstone and worked my way up after college to the jobs that I wanted. I met my husband at work. So he does the same kind of thing. Um, and I got used to giving up things in my life and making sacrifices and, you know, for, the job and, you know, quote unquote, being married to the job and, um, and working 50 to 60 hour work weeks. And that's basically what I did until I had my first kid. And then I realized that, that I didn't want to do that anymore. Um, it didn't fulfill me the way it used to, and I was being fulfilled in another way. So, um, it actually, you know, circumstances worked out where I was able to start staying home. I went back to work after I had her for about three or four months. And then after that, I came home and was home with her and I didn't work. And then we had another kid and I don't even know how I could have worked if I wanted to. Um, at that mm -hmm. point, because they were only 17 months apart and my husband travels. So I was, you know, doing a lot of it on my own for most of the time. And, um, but once they got to be toddlers and a little bit older within the last year, I really wanted to have something that fulfilled my creative juices. And I wanted to, 
connect with adults again and, you know, kind of remind myself like, yeah, you still got this. Like you trained all that time and you worked so hard and attained this goal. And then you just kind of walked away from it. Not that I'm saying that there's anything wrong with that because I walked away from it for an excellent reason. Um, but I needed to have something, something that was mine and it was just mine. And to prove to myself that I, um, was able to still, you know, I still had it. Um, and what drove me to that point was, um, actually we were talking about you visiting us. And I said, yeah, Miss Lauren, you know, remember when Miss Lauren came here, she had to work. And my daughter said to me, oh, like a daddy. And I like grown by thinking, you think mommies don't work. And even though they don't understand that being home with them and taking care of them is a, is a, is a type of work and it is hard work, um, I just, I died a little inside because I didn't want her to think that that's the only route to take. Right. So I found myself a part-time job through a friend where I could work remotely while my kids are in school. And I did that about, you know, I don't know, 10 to 20 hours a week, depending on the week. And I did that for about six months and um, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time doing what I was doing, working with the woman I worked with. Um, but my husband and I had to have a sit down just like you guys did and because things were falling apart in our house. And I don't mean like the dishes were in the sink an extra day. I'm talking like, hey, we didn't renew our um, registration at the DMV and that's going to be an extra $90 because it's a late fee. And that's yeah. just one of the seven things that had happened. And, and it was because I was too focused in one area as opposed to what I had been doing. And I'm going to preface this by saying, I'm also basically my husband's assistant because he travels right. so much. I have to tell him, you need to call about your jury duty. This is due for this. Um, you know, I'm the one that handles everything in our home because he's not able to. Yeah, you're running, you're literally running a household Yes. in addition to being the sole parent or like not sole parent, the primary parent and caregiver because your husband again travels. Right. Yes. And so like that's way more than a 40 hour a week job too. Totally. Totally. And so by adding my extra hours as minimal as they were, it's still brain power. It's still like you getting up early to get stuff done, staying up late to get stuff done because you also want to still be present with your children. So mm -hmm. said to me, it's your decision. If you want to continue working, we can, but we need to figure out something else that makes this work smoother like it used to. Or if you want to stop for now, then you can stop for now. And I chose to stop for now. Um, okay. And so I said, I'm not going to, you know, I could take a small project here or there, but my focus needs to be on my family and my tiny people because for the most of the year, he's not always around for them and they're only little once. And I am lucky enough to have that opportunity. So that's the choice I, I made. Um, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see how things, you know, shake out in the next year or whatever, but that's, you know, I've done all of it. I've worked a full-time job. I've worked from home. I've not worked. I've done it all. And that's why I say, I think all of it is just really flipping hard. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, do you have a, a keen point of view on that, having tried and managed some of that? And I, I do remember when I was pregnant, 
the second time after we had moved and just trying to be the person that sets up like like I had to go find our house and I had to go take care of the little things because my husband had started a job and we didn't have childcare for my son. So I had someone who could come and like nanny and give me a couple hours a week to, you know, or like a day a week to go take care of things or go on interviews. But it's flipping hard on, you know, no matter how you slice and dice it. Part of that, again, it's the rat race of middle class, um, which is, I mean, it's not, like awesome to admit that but it's absolutely a thing you're yeah. you're trying to work so you can have um and give your you know give your kids every benefit and everything that they might need um and to do that like you have to have a you you might have to have a two family income or a two person income in your family yeah. um and if you don't have that and you have a one person yeah. income in your family then the the person who's not, I feel like, and I, um, that I've seen this happen is, you know, that person has a lot of pressure yeah. because like you said, like, it's not a traditional job for like in the eyes of your children, but it's, it's the most valuable, most important job that most people will ever take on. Mm -hmm. Um, like, and I knew that I was not cut out to be a stay at home mom, um, pretty quickly. Uh, but I, you know, I still love to have the flexibility that I have now to say like, okay, well, my work hours start after preschool drop off and my lunch break starts at preschool pickup time. And if there's a doctor's appointment, um, a field trip, like a classroom party, those kinds of things, I'm the one that by default takes that on and takes responsibility for it. Because in my mind, like my perception is like, oh, I'm working like half-time or part-time or not mm -hmm. and I think that's again that exercise of like no you're actually working full-time hours um was a good eye-opener for me but that's just kind of always been my mentality of like I'll handle everything else um and then the the tables flip and when I'm gone then my husband handles everything that happens like in two or three day concentrations but like I'm registering for preschool, I'm doing those things. So I understand how hard that is. And like, and just doing it with one, two, three more kids underfoot, you know, like it's still hard, but this is how today moms work. And I have a lot of passion for creating, potentially like creating opportunities for women or parents in general to, to pursue that more like kind of flexible work life blend or balance. Um, but maybe, can we take a quick break so I can go fill up on my gas um, before I, I drive home? And then uh, let's get back to that. Hey, it's Ashley. We've been talking so much on our Mom Buns podcast about building a village. So we want to let you know where you can find us. Buns not required to follow us on Instagram or on Facebook at mombuns.life. And hey, our website is the same, mombuns.life, no.com. No bun actually needed. All right. Welcome back. Now, before we took a break, Lauren, you talked about something that I think is so important and people talk about it all the time. It's the whole work-life balance. So do you think that that's an actual thing? Is it really attainable or is that just a bunch of like trendy crap? Well, and this is how I just talked about it a minute ago was like I said, the work-life blend or balance, right? So I think it's kind of pick your word, maybe like whatever makes you feel better. Um, to me, there is no balance. Like 
balance is not achievable because balance means that like everything's giving a little bit or kind of kind of always moving. You have to always be moving to keep things in balance. And we manage little people who, who never stop moving. So you and I both know how exhausting that is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, chasing something that never stops moving. <laughs> so instead, I really like to think about it as a work-life blend. Um, and the blend means that it can be messy. Like to me, when I think of the word blend, I think of like finger painting and like, and kind of some artistic stuff. So like, it can be messy, but it can be moldable. It takes a shape of its own. Um, and that's going to look a little different for everybody. And that might look a little bit different in the summer versus the winter. It might look different, um, you know, just like for anybody at any given time, whether you're in season for a sport or, or whatever. So I like the idea of that work and life can blend together mm-hmm. and we can do that. And so, and I found a really great way to do that and I I know not everybody has the luxury of or the flexibility of like doing their own thing but we live right now in a world of gig economy and side hustle and those are probably like the two biggest trends right now in like personal like this work-life balance right everybody's achieving or going for something on the side to make a little extra cash or get some experience doing the thing that they really want to do instead of the thing that they have to do Um, Or the gig economy, which allows us to, you know, came out of the recession, came out of 2008 and 9 and 10, and created opportunities for people to, well, maybe not have any full-time conventional jobs, allowed people to make money and support themselves or their families, or at least pay for, you know, pay a bill. Um, And so that's when you got the Ubers and the Lyfts and the TaxRabbits and the Fivers and, you know, and that kind of thing. So we live in a time and a place where it's actually possible more now than I think on a lot of, uh, you know, kind of recent history to, to set up for yourself some freedom to say, I'm going to take on my own projects or, you know, I, you know, even if you're doing the Starbucks thing to get health insurance, um, you know, what do you supplement that with? That might look a lot different uh, from person to person compared to um, what it did 20 or 30 or 50 years ago, um, you know, before Starbucks was around, but you know what I mean. Right. So, Work-wise blend to me just seems more attainable, and it seems like something that um, that fits better with kind of how I want to shape and mold the life that I have and the life that we provide for our family and the, and the access and the time that I can make available for my children. So well, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. And I think the key part of what you said is that it's more attainable because – Sometimes I think we feel like our goals are just so out of reach and you have to take those baby steps to get there. But I know a lot of, I mean, I'm sure you, you do too, but I know a lot of my friends are like, you know what? There is no work-life balance because one day I'm a great employee and I'm a crappy mom. And then the next day I'm an awesome mom and I did a horrible job on this presentation at work. And I think that you put so much pressure, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect or, you know, functioning at 110% all the time that I think it comes into many parts of it. You have to have a partner who's a partner, not somebody who just like, you know, doesn't help. You need a person who can help you. And you also have to figure out when you don't have that help, how to do it on your own and how to give yourself a little bit of grace because you know what, like 
it could be a day where you're like, I'm going to lose my damn mind. It is 4.30. We still have three and a half hours until bedtime. And you guys are driving me absolutely bananas. I love you, but you're being hooligans. And you have to figure out something, whether it's get everybody outside, get everybody in a bubble bath, whatever, so that everyone can survive because otherwise you have this like, oh, I was, I was a bad mom today, or I didn't listen, or I, I yelled at them too much or whatever. And you can't give 110% to both of them at the same time, whether it's your work, your spouse, or your, or your children. And so I think giving yourself the room to be um, not so perfect is a really huge part of it. Yeah, I absolutely couldn't agree more. I was just, I, I literally like was standing in the lunch line, turned around, and there was a person I knew like 12 years ago when neither of us had kids, when we were both in young professionals groups and, and things like that. And I literally haven't seen this guy in like 12 years. And so we're catching up in the lunch line, waiting to order our food. And one of the things that he said to me, and I was like, what are you guys, what are you still doing? Why are you still in the same job? And, and he's like, yeah, and we're talking about parenting. And I was like, you know, my wife's really good about, letting you know understanding that I've got to do the rec sports like the things that get me I might miss a bedtime once or twice a week but that's the thing that really fulfills me and I I completely understand that because I have a whole list of not even just like things I'd like to do for fun but things like passion projects I'd love to take on Mm -hmm. because they would fulfill me in so many other ways and of those this podcast is the only one that I've actually committed to and I'm trying to follow through with because this podcast fulfills me in ways that like the other work does not. So whatever that is, and like you said, if you don't have a partner that can support you, like finding someone who understands and then like another mom, another parent, you know, like a family or a friend um, who can, can help kind of ease that burden is just so, so helpful. And I know you know that because while you're married, and you have a wonderful husband, you know, he's physically not there for you to support. So do you have like a kind of a network or a village? And here we come back to that word. Um, But like, where do you go when, when the people are crazy and, or, and, or you need, Hey, the episode drops on Monday and I've got to record it or I got to edit it. Um, Like, how would you fill that gap? How would you close that or in a pinch? You know, honestly, I I have built a decent village of people, whether it's, you know, my husband's family that lives 45 minutes away and that's his extended family. Um, and his sisters luckily live 45 minutes away and they're always there for me. I mean, those two are incredible. Um, but I also have friends that I know would help me out. And that's part of it. Like, you know, there are times when life gets in the way, we, you and I, we do this pretty well. It's like today, I know we had a plan to do this, but it doesn't really work for me. And it's like, okay, well then we pick another day because you have to be, because it does fulfill something for the both of us. And we know that that's so important, but also like our unspoken commitment to one another is like, I got you. If today's not a good day, today's not a good day. Oh yeah. You should see our text threads. And even today I was like, Hey, like, I just take a client call, so I'm going to be driving when we're supposed to be recording. Like, let's see if the technology will support that, right? But there was, like, last month where I was in New York, you were registering your kids for kindergarten, your daughter for kindergarten, 
Mm-hmm. And we had like a small window and I was like, hey, we're going to record this How Moms Work, you know, episode that we've been meaning to record right. for quite some time. And it'll be great because I'll be in a hotel room in New York City and you'll be like coming out of kindergarten registration. Well, guess what? Kindergarten registration ran long and my pre-event meetings got moved up. And we just didn't have time to cross our wires. And as much as we would love to work ahead on the podcast, you're getting this in real time, folks, because we are... <laughs> Uh, that's how these moms work. Well, and I think a lot of moms work that way. And that's, it's like, you, you know, you asked, how do I make it work? Well, I have my own village that is around when he's not around and he, and when he is around, he knows when I have reached my limit. So that's where, you know, it's been 13 years we've been together. He knows without me even saying anything that I am so done and he needs to step in. So it's like, you know, or I have the go-tos of like, let's go play baseball in the backyard or let's go run across the street at the park. And, you know, let's go play tag and get some fresh air. You have to keep those things in your back pocket because even though I don't work a traditional job, I still could get mommy burnout. I mean, we had a whole episode on that and you do 70 million things. And while a lot of them do fulfill you, like, I don't know when you, I mean, I don't know when you went to get a facial the last time you went for a massage. I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like something that is just yeah. for you. I get acupuncture like once a month. Does that count? No insurance covers it. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then maybe, you know, yeah. and, and truthfully, like I'm kind of like the thing that I love most about my job is the thing that also will cripple me in the end. Um, and that is, I love to say yes to things that excite me. Yeah. And so, like I said, the list of things that I would love to accomplish or take on, like, I really do have to be, like, addition by subtraction. Um, because I just, I can't, like, I would love to open a co-working space in our rural community for to give other people the chance to work like I work. Um, and I think that like I could help a lot of people that way. I think it's something that's under, you know, under offered or not available in our community um, and in surrounding communities. And I would love to be the person with a vision that says, like, I figured out how this works for me. And even though I have my own office in my own house, like, I want to bring this to a scale where it could affect other people. But, mm-hmm. you know, not just a quarter million dollars is holding me back from doing that, but also <laughs> just like, where am I going to have time to like literally start a new business from the ground up unless I get rid of everything else that I'm doing or half of it and give those things up. But those things have shaped me to who I am right now. And at least for like the remainder of the year, I can't change any of that because of commitments and contracts and, and things like that. So it's just a really, uh, it's, it's, that's why it's a blend. I was going to say it's never in balance. It's why for me it has to be a blend. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's that uh, way for a lot of people. I think that's a really yeah. good, that's a good observation. It's a good way to put it. It's that way for a lot of people because I don't know, I don't know one mom who's like, yeah, I've totally got it all together. Like there is always some aspect, not of life that's not falling apart per se, but like, you know what, that picture on Instagram, the rest of my house is a mess, but that little corner of the couch is clean or <laughs> it's, it, nobody has it hundred percent together all the time. And I think when you also, when you're honest about it to your friends and you have friends that will be honest about it to you in return, 
I think yeah. that that also allows you to go, I'm not alone and it's okay that I didn't do a great job today because I'm going to try harder tomorrow. Right. Yeah, you've got to, and we'll come back to the word grace, right? I think that's something that, especially out of our conversations between you and I, like, has emerged for me as, like, one of the words of the year, right? It's like, grace. Grace is uh, so powerful. We have to give it to ourselves. We have to make it available for others so that they can see, you know, even if it's a mom with the kids in the, in the shopping cart, you know, like, if you're walking past her in the aisle and you can just look her in the eye or give her a smile and just give her that grace, like even non-verbally of like, Hey, you got this. Um, you're doing a great job or, you know, like someone sees you, right. Even that, that I see you validation is, is so mm -hmm. powerful. It um, is. But that giving each other grace in especially giving yourself grace is the way that we're going to get through that. That really is kind of the, some of the foundational, um, blue of, of any sort of work-life blend um, or, or getting through this crazy ride that we have as moms and as parents and spouses and partners and employees or entrepreneurs, uh, all of it. That's true. And I think I saw, I don't know if I shared it with you, but I saw the best meme the other day and it said, you know, there's always this big debate over who has it harder, the stay at home parent or the working parent. And it said, it doesn't matter because we all love our kids the same, which is just so incredibly much. And I thought, that's what I need to remember when I think, I'm, you know, right. when I'm like, ah, I'm about to lose my mind because I'm not doing a good job at X, Y, or Z, or, you know, maybe I should get a job because I feel guilty that I'm not bringing in money or whatever it is that, you know, pops into your head. But you know what? My, and my husband says this to me when he can tell I'm having an internal meltdown. He's like, they know they are loved. And that's all that matters. Yeah, I totally believe that. And that's, that's a really good perspective. Uh, you know, you wouldn't even compare. I, I can't compare it, me and my husband, and you know, who works a traditional job, and he's in the office, and the kids understand that. He goes to work early in the morning and things like that, right? Uh, like, he doesn't love my kids any less than I do. We might live them a little bit differently, but he has the same. So I can't imagine saying, well, like, you must not love your kids as much because you travel or because you, or because you stay at home with them, um, you know, any of that. So that's clearly, that's not a factor in the equation, but you also, like, have to figure out what works for you, like, how you work, whether you have to work two jobs to support your family, whether you work half a job or somewhere in between, um, you know, like the love part is not part of the equation at all. Exactly. Any parent wants to give exactly you know, everything of themselves to their children all of the time. I'm glad we came back to that in that to wrap this up is, you know, like how do moms work? Well, maybe it's why we work, right? We work for mm -hmm. ourselves, but we work for our families. And, um, and that love and that grace is the thing that threads it all together, holds yeah. it all together for us. Couldn't have said it better myself. You could try. Uh, I'm going to let you do it because you did a phenomenal job. And on that note, you can always check out all of our fun pictures. And I say that, sir, I shouldn't say it sarcastically because they are fun pictures on Instagram, mombuns.life. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> uh, but also check out our Facebook group because 
we are here for everybody. We want to build our own village and give you a spot where you can feel safe and be seen and heard and ask for advice in the wee hours in the morning. So check out our Facebook group. Thanks for listening to the Mom Buns podcast. And don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.